Lucy Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. Hello and welcome to another installment of And Now for Something Completely Machinima. I'm Damien Valentine and I'm going to be joined by Facey Howard. Hello. Phil Rice. Hey there. And Ricky. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got to try and leave the show now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, I've got a little bit of news and the film. Um, like Phil, I chose a film that has Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, mm. A little bit different context. But first, the the news, which is kind of related. There's two pieces. Uh, one is uh, about The Witcher 3, which is a it's <clears> a game <throat> by CD Projekt Red. They're going to release mod tools. And this is an old game. It's, it's been released about eight years ago, but they're releasing the full mod tool set for people to use. And what's the reason I wanted to bring that up was it'd be interesting to see how modders modify that game, but also what machinima potential it's going to have um, by a lot of these tools. How are people going to, um, you know, modify it to give you know camera tools and uh, control the characters and anything else that might be useful for potential filmmakers? And obviously, it's an eight-year-old game, so it's not going to look quite as good as something like Elden Ring, but that doesn't matter. I mean, if if it's a game you really love and you've got some ideas for um, telling stories in that world or something similar to it, go for it because uh, it'll be interesting to see. And um, moving super... on to the next piece. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, Damien, it's really super interesting to see this um, this company just um, fully embracing and endorsing machinima creation through this. Hmm. Um, because I, I, don't know, I don't know about you guys, I haven't really seen a lot of machinima created in this particular game of you is that have we just not seen it or does it not exist i don't know um but i think, I think there's been some i mean I don't, I don't think a lot but there's been a handful at least a handful in nine years yeah that, you're right that's a perspective <laughs> you're right i think that's really interesting though because basically what it means is they they fully appreciate the role that machinima has um to play both in keeping the interest in the game going, but possibly also how the community can also be used to generate new stories that then they can exploit. And I, I think that's an, a really interesting strategy from this with, from this organisation. So, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they'll do, because it's the same company that made Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I'm hoping they'll do the same for that game, which is obviously much more recent. And we've already seen some uh, Machinima films made with that. Uh, and it's one of the films that I'm going to be talking about uh, in a few minutes. It was also made with uh, the game. So if they release the full models and maybe give people cinematic options, that'd be great because I'd like to see more uh, films made with this game. Well, in Which... fact, aren't they going to be releasing an ultimate edition? And yeah, that's an update? A... Oh, that was your that second... Is the second piece of news. Oh, apologies. You led into that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, Earlier this year, they released a, a DLC expansion pack, 
and they, they alongside it is a 2.0 patch that um reworks a lot of the, the, the way the game works um, so now they're releasing an ultimate edition which combines the original game with the expansion so you can buy both together um but they also released another patch which they the 2.0 was supposed to be the end of it but we've got a little bit more and it um it's going to add a full subway system which is in the trailer ah. but was never actually in the game but so now you can actually go on the subway and travel around the city and there's some other features in there which I have, I, I was only reading about this earlier this afternoon, so I haven't had a chance to fully research it yet. But I thought it was worth mentioning because, you know, this is a game that we've been keeping an eye on. And, and if any of our listeners are thinking about making um, something with it, it may be mm. useful as well because you've got some more options to, to use. Uh, I believe by the time you actually listen to the show, the, that update will be out. It's, it was announced as the 5th of December, which is a few days away from recording, but by the time you listen to this, it'll be out. So um, hopefully there's some interesting stuff there. Hmm. I, what I read also, and I don't I don't know to what extent this is actually the case, although, you know, the fans seem to be on the inside track of it. What they're saying that is, is coming with the new with the new updates and whatnot is a a new third person view feature um, and a new game plus feature, meaning that folks won't lose the progress when they're starting these kind of new. So so. I'm assuming, presumably, what that will allow is people to record new endings to, to you know, to stories and whatnot, um, and also make more interesting cinema because they'll have more more ways in which to kind of capture and create the content. So I, my guess is that there's going to be a lot more game functionality for storytelling as well, which I think is really quite an interesting. Um, opportunity for for them and also probably reflects what we were just talking about with witcher uh witcher 3 as well yeah i think there's a lot of potential there for um for modders and storytellers to to use this game world and to tell their own stories um which is something we're going to be talking about in a minute with this film i've chosen uh but yeah opening up to the audience uh, to the fans i think that's a great idea because it's a huge game to explore you've got the city in the middle and the desert around the edge of it and you've got this new section in the expansion as well and um the city is different in different parts of the game so you've got the you've got the very rich part with all the latest high technology and then you've got the slums where everything's falling apart and uh the places you wouldn't really want to go and then there's um pacifica region which is completely lawless now, as you the first time you go there you see a explosion in one of the buildings uh, and no one cares like this big skyscraper is an explosion no one even no thinks anything of it it's just everyday life um so you know somewhere you wouldn't want to go um so you know there's a huge different place and of course you can go out in the desert desert and explore so you've even got that you, you might not want to do anything in the city but you might have a story that you want to tell out in the desert world maybe something like mad max or something like that um and that is another option for you because you've got that environment and it's huge. You can find different places to, to film. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for this uh, uh, Cyberpunk update and uh, looking forward to seeing what people do with it. I'm looking forward to playing it myself as well. <laughs> so uh, I'll move on to the film, which is, of course, made with Cyberpunk 2077. And we've seen for a long time 
people retelling the story of a video game. Usually they take the cutscenes of a game and then they'll put in some gameplay elements to fill in the gaps. But it's usually just a, a, a straight rehash of the, the cutscenes. Um, so when I saw this, I thought this is probably going to be the same, except there are no cutscenes in Cyberpunk 2077. Everything is first person perspective so occasionally you'll lose control of the character while something's happening but you're still seeing it from your character's perspective um so what they, this person has done is they've created a movie out of the game story but they've made it out of their own cutscenes that they've used the otis video tools and then they've had to um use some other mods to fill in the gaps as well where obviously you, you never see your character uh because you're you're seeing to their, your eyes, you don't see what they're doing. So they have to mod the game to be able to show the character because it's not done from the first person perspective in this film. It's just just that. But what we're talking about now is just the trailer because I feel like that shows enough of, um, it gives you a, a full sense of the taste of what they've done. I haven't actually had time to sit down and watch the 90 minute movie myself. I kind of want to, but I just yeah, me too. Never to. Um, because I really enjoyed the story and I think doing it as a movie it's going to work and be very interesting and obviously this game has choices that affect the story so there's only one path through the game that they this is the path they've chosen to tell their story but uh everyone everyone else playing it is going to have very different experiences uh so i kind of want to watch this the whole thing because it's really intriguing how they've modified the game to do it in a way that's not just stitching all the cutscenes together uh yeah. so i think that that's what drew my attention to it. So what did you guys think? Yeah, I'm particularly interested in it because uh, it's maybe because, because it's not a game that I've ever played or owned. So it would be, it's like watching a new movie, you know, and, and uh, from a, you know, made uh, in a game made by a company who knows how to do attention to detail in their story worlds you know we've seen it i mean of course in multiple iterations of gta in red dead redemption and here in cyberpunk as well uh I, i'm very very excited to um actually when when you submitted the trailer for us to to look at damien i i didn't catch uh i didn't understand that the movie was already released so i was just thinking oh i'll look forward to that when it comes out um and it was actually only during the course of you talking about it right now that I, I realized. Oh, it's out? So I've bookmarked it. Probably, probably watch it tonight. I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Because it is a while it's not a game that that I have time to invest in. What would be many many hours, right? You know, exploring it and getting to know it and, and all that. And I just I just don't have time for that right now. But I could I could watch a ninety minute movie about it for sure. So I'm very looking forward to it. And the, the, I mean, the trailer is, I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's what you'd expect from, from everything that I've seen from that game. Um, it's got that, uh, it's got that look. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Mm. It's actually okay. all I have to say about it. Well, I got a few more things and you may or may not agree as, as ever, but I, but I think, that I think it's really interesting timing for this um, because of what we were talking about before we started talking about the film, the fact that um, CD uh, Project Red 
the, the, the developer is releasing this ultimate edition and these updates. And I think what, what this film release and the, and the, the trailer are then, they, they are a perfect departure point for any for anyone really wanting to try the new features that are, are being released, because this is clearly a cinematic run through of the kind of narrative arc centering around some of the kind of the, the main characters in the game. And I guess, therefore, if you don't know the game, watching this um, as a movie is, is a really good way to find out what it's all about. And that means you can access the next level of content without having to faff around and 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 um, you know get get your character and, and progress through the the stages as you would normally have to. Um, and in many ways, I think what that that makes this is is the ultimate you know advert um, for this game. And I mean ultimate because it's what 80, 90 minutes long in its in its full version. I mean that's just an astonishing um, kind of endeavor in many ways. Um, and I got to say, um, uh, apart from the, the, you know, the incredible visuals and mechanics that we've we've commented on kind of time and again since it was its first re released, um, and 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 folk, many folks have really started making films with it. I don't think I ever actually fully appreciated that there is an a sort of a narrative story arc as such um, within this game. In the in the way that it's it's kind of being articulated here, or indeed just how complex the game is in the way that um, these um, narrative arcs interweave between the characters, um, you know, which which I think is well, I mean, it's probably not very surprising. I'm not a game player, and and I guess, you know, I might have expected that to be the case because you know when when. I, you know, I can remember when we had that conversation about Minecraft. I think I was a little surprised to um, realise that actually that was all about digging holes. Um, and <laughs> I hadn't kind of cottoned on to the fact. And that's because what I'm watching is a machinima of it, not actually playing it to figure out how right. to make this sort of content. So I kind of come at this from a slightly um, different uh, perspective than most folks would that, are, that appreciate this as a game. Mm. And as a game world. And my guess is most folks that will watch this appreciate it as a game um, rather than as a as a film. So like you say, um, Phil, the, 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 this movie came out a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I did get it in my feed somehow. I don't really know how, but I did start to watch it as um, the, the, the full version of it. Um, I got about 10, 15 minutes into it and I couldn't really, I just, it lost me um, for whatever reason. I, I just never finished it. And I I keep thinking I'll go back to it um, because it kind of intrigued me that, that this had been made, but um, I never have. And I'm fairly certain the reason for that was that I needed to give it much more attention um, than, I, I, than the time I've actually had available to do it. Um, but probably also that it's just taking too long to make a point. And very possibly when I looked at the trailer, I was thinking, actually, the trailer is doing something a little different. It's not it's not that it's too complex and too detailed and it's and it's not kind of getting to the point quickly enough. It's just that there is 
so much going on. Um, there isn't really enough detail that helps me fully understand what it is I'm going to see in the film or why I should really watch it all the way through. And I, and I kind of concluded that actually probably my expectations were just a little uh, bit different. But that's probably just my my view of it, really, because it's very clear that this um, this cinematic, uh, you know, full movie of it is clearly much um, requested of the of the um, of the developer, um, particularly among the game players. Um, I suppose really it's because they want to see a new story with the way that uh, you know with with the, with the with the characters that they basically love. Um and of course you know one of those characters is actually Keanu Reeves as well. Um but but they've already invested in it I, I think as as viewers in some respect because of the you know the detail in it. Um overall I thought it was really beautifully made. It really does convey what the games all about. I think I struggled a little bit with the darknesses and the different nuances between the characters. And and do, do they call them shards in this? Um, I, I assume what they're referring to are what I would perhaps call branching narratives, so that you know you can kind of run through the game in 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 multiple different ways or or go off and do little bits and pieces. But I but. I found that just a little I kind, you know, there's a, there's clearly a law that I don't really fully understand, and I and as a consequence, I find it a little bit confusing, I suppose. Um, but I have to say, overall, what I think um, this guy Jack Hunt has achieved is actually really outstanding. And as someone sort of states, what he's got here is that it's not only a love letter to the game for the story in the universe, but to everyone who's worked on it and to the community. And I think it's the community that um this is really for it's not not it's not necessarily for people that are not within that community um and i think it's quite ironic really that the the um the company themselves has said that said they will they will no way consider making a movie out of it um interesting um in that um, but it's also very interesting that it's the community that said, well, if you won't do it, we will. And for <laughs> that, I think this guy should be paid by CD Projekt Red for the, I work, agree. the work that he's done on this, because it's the ultimate advert for this yep. game. They're going to make a lot of money from this guy's uh, movie and trailer. And But then again, that's what Machinima does. You know, it's people who love games and they love the community of it and they don't really care i mean if the motive was to make money they would have it would have been a different kind of film but i i, I agree with you almost everything you said i had the same problem at a certain point but but i just stuck with it i don't know why i just stuck with it and got all the way through uh, some of the th thoughts that occurred to me was the difference between the function of a game trailer and the function of a cutscene. A game trader wants you there. Uh, no, it's informational and it wants to get you to buy the game by giving you 
what the game is capable of, the kinds of things you do in the game, the kind of moods, the kind of fighting, the kind of characters, the kind of story. And on that level, if you look at it at that level, this, you're absolutely right. This is extremely well done, very stylish and appealing. I would buy this game. And a cutscene operates differently because it gives you the drama of a particular moment in a game. For example, in Elden Ring, you'll often go into a boss arena and there'll be a cutscene before you fight the boss explaining who the boss is and their background story. Now, 90% of the time, the first time you play that game, you'll watch that cutscene. But after that, you want to get to the battle. So it's more of a disposable kind of thing than a game trailer is. But that, that's just some of the thoughts I had about it. My problem with the film is that um, it, as an advertisement, it it kind of left me cold, you know? It's like looking at a gorgeous advertisement of a nouveau, like one of those French wonderful posters for a a stage show, a Belle Epoque stage show. And you go, God, that design is wonderful. And that event looks cool. And then you walk on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's advertisements. You're not supposed to be going, oh, God, I feel so much for that girl. What a situ What a dress. She's forced to wear that dress. Oh, no. And what about those guys behind her? Are they taking advantage of her? You know, you don't think of any of that. You just see it as an advertisement and you move on. And on that level, it succeeds admirably. But for some reason, I want to be unreasonable. <laughs> and I wanted to to tell me a little bit something about the characters. I want them to be, I want them to give me some sort of feeling about why they're doing what they do. And, and I don't think that's too much to ask really, you know, add a little bit of that extra thing because sometimes people play games for the story. They don't play games necessarily for the fighting and, and all of that. They want to be moved by it. Again, it's like a novel. You, you you want to get involved in the characters and all of that. But, you know, that's just me. And once again, as you pointed out so wonderfully in our last episode, uh, Tracy, we all bring our own perspective to it. And Phil's comment about Wittgenstein saying, well, you and the object that you're working with are going to, you're going to interact in a very unique way. And, and that was my take on it. I just left me cold although I very much admired the style and I understand it was an advertisement and as an advertisement, I couldn't find anything wrong with it except for maybe a little long, but then again, I like things are shorter, but I liked it. I thought it was a really interesting pick and I would certainly buy the game to play it. Ricky does, does the game itself, cyberpunk 2077, does it generally give you that same cold feeling? Because what you're describing, your reaction to this this trailer and that that lack of connection, if you will, that that coldness, that's kind of how the the game has always struck me. It's probably why I've never bought it and never decided. Because it's not that I don't have time. I've just chosen not to invest time in that game because it just doesn't grip me at all. And and whereas Red Dead Redemption Two did. 
you know, there was something about the way that that story was presented that I felt like there was going to be something there I would connect to, or at least something about that world that I would connect to. And there's, I don't know, there's something about the dystopian landscape that's really, it's cold. And I'm just wondering if, if uh, I mean, I, I'm interested in watching it as a movie, but not as something that I feel like I'm going to come away with uh, a narrative uh, love interest, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I see, I that, see. Like a it's going to be a really tasty meal that's just going to pass right through my body and not make any real difference on me. But it's going to taste great. That's kind of how I feel about the game. And as you were talking, I realized, well, that's kind of how I feel about the movie too, but I don't feel any, I don't, I don't have any compelling reason to care what happens to I see, anybody, I see. to anyone that Good I point. saw on the screen. Good I don't point. care. And that's a problem. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, it, it sure as hell should be a problem, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, so yeah, that's, that's. That's interesting observations, Ricky. And I've I've always assumed I have that same feeling, but I've I think it didn't impact me from watching this trailer because I'd already kind of decided that that was the effect. That's what it was. Yeah, that the game world already has on me, which is that's just a sad, hopeless world. And honestly, and I just what is the possible good outcome that one could expect to happen to someone in that world? From what I know about it. It's not a redeemable world. Yeah, yeah. It's doomed. You know, oh. and I, I don't know if it's just that I'm not real excited about adopting that worldview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that game, there's a lot of elements of that game. Good point. That it's like that. It's like, yeah, that's what that's what things are becoming here. You know, and so when I see. Apple with Vision Pro and you know, oh, put on this mask and just just go off into your own world. Everybody, hey, everybody, just go off into your own mask. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, do you know what that will fucking look like? <laughs> What's gonna happen? You know, we're already so, in that world, Phil. Well, people yeah. have done it not with their eyes, they've done it with their ears. No, now you can I walk think down so. the street I and nobody. So. But you know, uh Man, that's that's a that's a hard pill to swallow, you know. To either accept, to even accept that about the world at that fictional world as presented by that game, makes me fidget in my seat. I hear you. I hear you. But the idea that I should say, "Yep, it's a done deal, and that's where we're going," is this dark world where we just contort our bodies with technology and nothing matters. Nothing really means anything. There are no meaningful. Okay, so the trailer implies that the movie, there are going to be meaningful relationships. So let's give it that. It does appear that, you know, this person is going to have someone they care about. But it's like, but in that world, what's the maximum they're going to be able to do for them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. effed. Everybody's effed. Yes, in that yes. World. Yeah. So, well, now, listen, yeah. I want to give you a little bit of hope, though, for that future world, because in that world, there may be somebody who in, who makes uh, Sims 10 and it allows you to torture the characters in such unique ways 
Yeah, they've already yeah, set will the stage be a, by putting Keanu Reeves in it. It's like that's right. You yeah, know, you'll be able to do amazing. Ready. He yeah. is the redeeming feature, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. The Keanu Art Gallery. Yeah, uh, Ricky, Ricky, with that statement, I will say that that is actually pretty true to the theme of the game. They, they don't actually call it the Sims <laughs> Two, that uh, Sims Ten, but. Um, <laughs> That sort of stuff <laughs> does actually happen. No way. Oh my god! <laughs> um, oh my god! I don't know if it's going to be in the film version of the game because obviously they're stripping it down to focus on the the main core of the story. They're not doing any of the the side stuff that you can get involved with. But um, it's a very interesting world, but it's not what you'd want to live in. Like, it's fun to visit. Yeah. yeah. Virtually. No, that's um, a very fair statement. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. Uh, because I, I did, I when the game was first released, I played it. It was in its very rocky, buggy state, and now they've fixed all of that, and it's massively improved as far as the gameplay is concerned. So I'm looking forward to playing the a DLC and going through it again with all the bugs fixed. Um, hey, in fairness, Red Dead Redemption Two isn't probably isn't a world most people would want to live in either. No, but but maybe it's it doesn't disturb me in the same way because the chances that we will end up living in a world like Red Dead Redemption 2 are pretty slim unless you're <laughs> looking unless you're we're looking past the world that fell apart yes. in 1977 yeah. yes then we might return to that that yeah vintage yeah, what point if, what if right. Red Dead Redemption is not a historical game it's it's a sci-fi it's far future. future game yeah <laughs> planet of the apes and whatnot yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to point out that there's an occupational hazard uh, with watching all of these films at the same time, which is what I generally do. This film was the last one I watched out of all of the films that we've picked for this month, and I think what happens, you get an artificial reaction to a film based on what you've already seen previously. <laughs> when you see an absolutely brilliant film like the sims 4 film or the erectes and suddenly you come to the cyberpunk it's less impressive than what it actually is so i think for my part i'm going to try to watch these films on different days yeah i already did that oh well i should i'm a slow learner like, i guess kind of like uh cleansing the palate yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that way smart. one movie won't bleed into the other. Um, yeah, it's the only way I can do it. I I can't. I don't have the time to sit and think about them all on one day, really. So I good. I spread it out That's over smart. over the month, basically. Because I actually think I might have liked this film better if it hadn't been in comparison to some of the others I watched. Oh, it's not. It's not a bad film at all. It's just. Oh uh, no, no, I. Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad film, but I may have been more, may be more enthusiastic because I'd be prone to wanting to watch it more carefully. Yeah, you know. I really after... like, by the way, I really like the and respect the tradition of the editing together a feature length uh, film out of a game's either cutscenes or cinematics. Uh, Anachronox comes to mind. I don't know if any of yes, you remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Wonderfully done. Uh, um, and uh, somebody fairly recently was endeavoring to do something like this for Half-Life Alex, I believe. That's right. I don't, we know interviewed... if, I don't know if they completed it or not. but They did indeed. And we interviewed Half, Half Peeps, his name was. 
um, and he released it in three different episodes, I think. Um, mm. We covered it, uh, must have been last year at some point. Okay. Um, I'll put some links back on the on the show yeah, notes. I, I think I might want to revisit that. Yeah. Cool. Well, Phil, it'll be interesting after you've watched the movie of the game, if it'll change your perspective on wanting to play the game or not. Yeah, it may you'll submit be able your to opinion or it just may... watch my Steam notifications. If you suddenly okay. see <laughs> you suddenly see me on, on the game, you know that it, it did its job. So oh, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. My son right. loves the game. So Ah, good. I'm glad he likes it. All right. So I think that wraps things up for this week. Um, if you have any feedback about us or the film, um, if you want to talk to us about your views on Cyberpunk 2077, please email talk at completelymachinima.com. Uh, check out our blog at completelymachinima.com as well. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week. So see you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.